guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, you found the show. That's great. Do me a favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. Make sure you are subscribed. Hit the bell for the notification because they say like 60% of you think you're subscribed, but you actually aren't. So make sure you are subscribed because I am up to 816 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you. Let's try to keep that rolling get to a thousand as fast as we can. All right, here's some uh, news of the day. Might be news from yesterday, but I'll give it to you anyway. The MLB union has rejected a deal for the DH and expanded playoffs. Now, I think that's going to happen eventually, but maybe not this year because, you know, it's all about money. It's all about revenue sharing and players want more money and owners don't want to give it to them and all that stuff. So, also, University of Cincinnati Ben's basketball team are never playing again. At least it seems like it. They have canceled their sixth, or not canceled, postponed their sixth game in a row. They will not be playing tomorrow night versus Wichita State, and they won't be playing Saturday against South Florida. Now, that has nothing to do with the Bearcats. That's South Florida. They might not have enough players to play. So, hopefully the Bearcats will play sometime <laughs> this year. Um, they haven't been able to practice or anything, so it's going to be very, very interesting. All right, this past weekend, we had the Super Bowl teams decided. As you can tell, Woo! my wife is very excited. Woo! <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So you see she sabotaged the show again. She helps me out a lot, so it's not really sabotage. I knew she was doing it. So my question is for Bengals fans. Do the Bengals have a coach that will go for it? You know, as uh, the Buccaneers head coach always says, no risk it, no biscuit. And... What changed that game was the first end of the first half. They decided to go for it on fourth and 11 or fourth, whatever it was, fourth down. They converted it. Then the very next play, they went deep. They didn't go short. They went deep. Now, Packers are playing it. I don't know why they're playing the defense they were playing. But they went deep, scored a touchdown, put them up by three touchdowns going into the half. That game was pretty much over after that. Now, my question is, do the Bengals have that in Zach Taylor? And I got some other um, draft stuff we could talk about. But right now, I think I want to add my boy, Jeremy D. What's up? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Uh, man, just dodging tornadoes, living life, you know. It's the <laughs> way we dodging, roll here in Alabama. You were dodging tornadoes, and I was breaking my wife's van trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. I can't help it. I'm strong. It's not my just, fault. I, I, we, got, we got guns like this, man. Just oh, dude. Stuff. Lord have mercy. I think you got more from the bottom than you do on the top, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is, man. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to change the battery in my wife's car, and I <laughs> broke <laughs> broke the the cable, so I had to hurt and take it up to the mechanic. So that shows me what, what I get for uh, trying to fix stuff. <laughs> it is what it is, man. All right. So anyway, my my sister in law is 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 dying to get on the show, and I know she wants to back up her sister as far as uh. The Buccaneers go, so I'm going to go ahead and bring her on here real quick. Is she not there? No, is she not? Oh, Rebecca, you have to connect your mic. <laughs> your mic's not connected. 
So never mind. We're not going to bring her on right now. She, I can't bring her on. Is what it is. My gosh, what's going on here? We are a professional organization, folks. This is yes, a yes. Well, it's not me. It's it's the it's my sister in law. She didn't connect stuff right, so she she can't come on. So anyway, all right, let's get into my draft here. Now I kind of brought this up. Um, well, now he wants to know why I became a Bucks fan. I am not a Buccaneer. Well, I'm rooting for the Buccaneers because my beautiful wife is from Tampa. That is the only reason I am rooting for the Buccaneers. I am not a Buccaneers fan. I am a Bengals fan. It's your number one, number two team. Number two team, whatever. It's still my number one team is the Bengals. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Shut up, Jeremy. Nobody's talking to you. <laughs> what do you act like you're a co-host on this show? <laughs> All right. So my thing I brought up on Who Day Nation, and me and Josh, who is one of the admins on jo on uh, Who Day Nation, we're talking about this um, thing. Something the Bengals could possibly do. Hopefully, what if the Rams cut Whitworth? What if the Bengals signed him? These are all what ifs. They sign Whitworth. They sign Tooney. Say those two, and just say Suell is sitting there at five. What if you draft Suell? You put Tooney at guard and you put Witt at guard. I think we go from one of the worst offensive lines in football to one of the best, maybe the best. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that, Jeremy? You know what? How can you not take somebody that's as highly prized as him? You know, we have weapons. We've got Tyler Boyd. We've got T. Higgins. We're going to have Uzama back. You know, I we'll see how it plays out with green and Tate and kind of the other the other guys we can always take a wide receiver in the fourth fifth round you know we'll see I, I but yes why not build we spent all of last year on defense and it didn't really show itself Lou Amarillo but hmm. anyway and so how can you not protect Joe Burrow give him that extra second give those wide receivers extra time to get open and let's let this offense roll that's what exactly. I think my th thing is, my like you said, my concern with that's why I think they should have got rid of Armadillo because they gave him what he wanted, and he didn't use it right. Now, will that happen with Zach? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think Zach's a good offensive coach, a good head coach. I don't know. We'll find out. But I think there's a chance that you get this because I keep looking at the teams that are in or in the the AFC and NFC championship. Games. They both had all four of them had great quarterbacks. We have a great quarterback. They all had really good offensive lines. We had a terrible offensive line. Right. They, they, they had, I mean, Buffalo, they they have really had one wide receiver, really. One go-to wide receiver. That's all they had. Honestly. Now it showed when they played Kansas City. But they got there and they beat the Ratbirds in the playoffs. So that's where I'm saying. I'm like, and Joe Burrow is your franchise. He is everything. And to me, they need to pour as much money into that offensive line as they can to protect him, I think. Yeah, you know, and I was talking with one of the guys uh, the other night. You know, the only thing really about Zach Taylor, you know, we've all got to come to the realization he's not going anywhere. He's going to be here. So uh, we're going to have to live with that. I don't understand why he decided or wanted to keep Lou. I mean, I guess. I don't know either. That's all. I don't know, but to give up 
what we did in that last game, and that's really the last game is what pushes you. We've talked about this into, into the next year. And, you know, to have that come back, it just kind of puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Like, Zach, you know, Zach kind of has the reins. Mike Brown turned it kind of everything over to him. And that's kind of the only thing. I think we're going to have a great draft. I think we're going to have a good free agency. I really do. I, I can see it coming. I just yeah. – To me, it all hinges on what we do in free agency. I've said that multiple times here. It does, yeah. I, I, that's that's going to determine what we do, and that starts March 17th. Hopefully it's starting now. Hopefully they're talking to people now. But Tyus has a question for you there, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, okay, Buckeye quarterback. Well, let me ask you this, <laughs> Titus. We want to go back 20-some years with Brady. Since when has a Michigan quarterback went to a Super Bowl? Thank you. Two, wide receivers, running backs. We are the Ohio State for wide receivers, running backs, cornerbacks. Look at look at Ward uh, just came out. Um, then we had, oh, my gosh, the guy that just came out this last year, just as good as Ward, shut down. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Eli Apple, we can go back and back. The Buckeyes have more prominent starters in the NFL than Michigan could ever damn dream of. You can bring up 20 – 80-year-old Tom Brady in his 20 years, all you want. Anyway, what's up, DP? Hey. Hey, well, I want oh, DP. I, I got one. Isn't uh, Chad Henning? Didn't he go to Michigan? I'm just saying. Chad Henny? You bringing yeah. that name up? Well, he he did put Kansas City into the NFC Championship game. He played a series. Still, I'm trying to have your back, man. I'm not that, you know, You're trying to have my back? <laughs> What's up, DP? What's going on, brother? Not much. And, so you think I should have married? Thomas Hay had his new draft, draft out, and he what? had um, the Bengals picking um, Penny Sorrell of Thomas Hay. It's like me. It looked like maybe we can get him at five. Yeah, and it then, depends on what the and, other ones are. And and then we can get some more free agencies. Because like Jeremy Dean said last night, we're going to get some more free agency. Then press him and that. I think Sorrell is going to be the catalyst that helps our offensive line to push us over the hump. I could be wrong. So I, I got a question for you, DP. You, th you think I should have married a girl from Cincinnati and, and not not my beautiful wife from Tampa? Is that what you're, is that what you're telling me? Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, I, I was joking. I was like, ha, ha. <laughs> I know you were, dude. I know. <laughs> I, you know I had to bring you on here and give you some crap about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know what gets me, though, about the whole draft thing is you can look at one mock draft and they got Sewell going 10 or 11. And then you look at another one, they got him going before the Bengals even pick. Then you go another one and they've got you know him there for the Bengals. That's why they call it a mock draft. It really mm. should be called I don't know – yeah. About anything, draft. It's a guess. It's a guess. I mean, exactly. It's, it's a complete guess. I mean, I mean, well, I'll put you this: what just say? There's, there's talk out there that, you know, um, Deshaun Watson wants to get traded from Texas, or the Texans. So, what's to say that the Jets don't offer them, hey, the number two pick and something else for Deshaun Watson, and you know, they, they, and the Texans move up to two. If they make move up to two, I think they're taking a quarterback. Now, I still think, I, which in my mind doesn't change the pick, because I think the Jets are going to take a quarterback, but there are talks that they're happy with Darnold, and they might go get uh, Smith, or they might take Chase. And I know lots of people, my, myself included, I've even said, you know, if we get 
an offensive line tackle and a guard. I've even said we can get chased then too, but it just kind of I just kind of talk about who they nature. I'm like, man, if we get swell, because if you get um wit, he's only gonna be around for three years at the most, you know, and he's kind of a stopgap. And the thing is, if you put him at guard and you have Swell at tackle, he can learn from Witt how to do it, or vice versa. But I, I don't think I don't think Swell is a guard. You, I think Witt can play guard. You put Swell at his position that he's going to be at for hopefully the next ten years, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know, and then I'll bring it to you, Dennis. You can say what you think about it, but you know, the okay. only thing that worries me about Whitworth is, you know, he is he he does probably only have two three years left, and. I don't know if those two or three years are even as an offensive tackle. Maybe this year, but the next two years, you know, at guard. So I don't really, if we take him, I don't see us solidifying the tackle position. So I think we would we would have to take uh, Sewell if he was there. If it came down to we only sign Whitworth and Tooney or one of the or the guy from Carolina, whatever. If we get all three, that would be great. Then we could do anything we wanted in the draft. Right. Now, but, now Josh has got a good, a good point here, which is, this has been my whole thing that I haven't put my eyes on on Sewell. Yep, you know, Sewell's exactly. private workouts with teams will be huge with his lack yep. of tape. I was like, and I hope we can. I hope we can see him because that's that's my one. Because I've the Dennis, we talked about this on the show last week with yeah. him that Sewell. We don't know what he you know he hadn't played all year. We don't know what he actually can do. I mean, he's 20. I mean, he looks great on tape, but there's been lots of guys look great on tape. So that's my only fear with him is, is he as good as they say he is, or is he big daddy Wilkinson who didn't do much of anything when we drafted him and he was supposed to be a can't miss guy too. He should be well rested. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. He'll definitely well rested. That's for sure. Yeah. When you're, when you're 20 years old, you've had one year on tape. Uh, kind of mm. like it reminds me of Akili Smith, Big Daddy Dan. You know, <sighs> yeah, we just need to figure out what we're doing in free agency first, mm. and then yeah. we can then That's we can set out. the whole thing up. Exactly. Man, Anthony's, got a, Anthony's got a good point here. He goes, You draft Chase or Smith in the first round, and then get what Leatherwood in the second round, which to me, our I understand that, but our biggest need is the offensive line. So if Sewell. Or the I can't remember the kid's name, the kid from a Northwestern. Or those two are the best offensive linemen in the draft. Why not? And that's your biggest need. Why not take them and solidify your line? Because Joe Burrow is the key to this whole thing. If you get a line, dude, we can go. I think to a couple Super Bowls. I really, I really do. I really do think Joe Burrow is that good. Oh, I do too, completely. I just think. In free agency, if we get that tackle, we get uh, that guard, and you know, if we get enough, if if we get three solid offensive linemen and one's a tackle that can last a while, that's not named Whitworth, I could see us taking Chase or somebody like that. But then, like you were saying, Slater from North or uh, North Slater, Carolina, yeah. Northwestern, Northwestern, yeah, Slater, uh, yeah. yeah uh, you know, you, you can't really turn down taking care of Burrow because that, that's we kind of called it this whole year about right. Burrow. And if Sewell doesn't make it there, then maybe uh, – what's the guy's name? I already forgot what he said from Northwestern. What, what's his name? Slater. Slater. And, then, and if he's as good as Sewell, because some people are picking him, saying we should take him over Sewell, 
if they're you know one one a if that's what it is, I don't see how you pass that up. Even to, I'm getting to the point. Even if you sign some older veteran, because the thing is, if you sign Tooney and you sign Wit, neither one of them are going to be here that long. You still can get <laughs> a guard in the second round, you know. And to me, you. To me, I'm almost to the point where, like, I don't trust Armadillo. I, I mean, he got what he wanted last year, and we saw what came of that. They're going with him again, and I don't know why. Maybe put and they're putting their trust in Zach. Maybe give Zach what he wants this year. Give and give Joe what he wants. More of Joe, what Joe wants. Joe wants. Well, I know Joe wants Chase. <laughs> I know Joe wants Chase, but yeah. he also doesn't want to hurt his knee again. He would rather not get get hit three hundred something times in you know two weeks. So if you get keep him upright. That's the most important thing. That's true. What do you got, Dennis? Go ahead, man. I said eventually if the Bengals get the right pieces around Joe Burrow and the defense is clicking, I believe, I may be crazy, but if the Bengals was facing the uh, the, the, the Buccaneers and that, all the weapons we, we know they need, I believe they, they can still toe-to-toe with, the, with the Tom Brady. I mean, call me crazy. I think if they have all the pieces – you know we need. I mean, uh, Joe freaking broke is is the man. He can kill you. Exactly. And you get that running game, and Joe Mixon, he can carve up the defense and get hit the holes. Exactly. Yeah. All right, DP, I'm gonna let you run here. Keith wants to jump on, but as always, I appreciate you, brother. See ya. Thank <laughs> you, DP. All right, let's bring up Keith. Uh, hold on. What's going on, Keith? What's up, brother? What's up, What's up man? Well, I missed what you guys were talking about. I just just jumped in. I, what, what, what were you well, guys discussing? Well, two different things. One is the title of the show is, do you think the Bengals have a coach that would go for it? Like uh, Arians did in the in the Buccaneers game versus the uh, the uh, Packers. You know, in the, I, I'm talking about in the end of the first half where I think he almost ended the game. It was fourth and whatever. Brady throws his coat on for two seconds, throws it back off. And I look at my wife going, they're going for it. I said, they're going for it. They went for it, got the fourth down. And then, no, I'm like, okay, they got to throw an out. You know, get get you know, get out, catch it, get out of bounds. Nope. They went deep and scored a touchdown and put them up three touchdowns at halftime. And to me, that's the kind of coach that I want. And part of me thinks Zach is like that because he went for it so many times in fourth down this year, but none of those times were ever when the game was on the line, or because we, you know, we weren't, well, we were in a lot of close games, but no, nothing like that. So, I, my question is: Is Zach Taylor that kind of coach, and that is that the kind of coach you guys want? You, you just broke my heart, Jeff. My my other team, yeah. I, I, I'm different. I love the Bengals, but I'm also a KC fan. Green okay. Bay's my team in the NFC. That was Brady. That was Brady in that game. Well, yeah, it was Brady, yeah, but, but Arians let him do it. Yeah, well, I was also going to say, though, on top of this, just real quick, and then you guys can go at it because I don't have much – I'm a Bengal fan, period. But anyway, when you see <laughs> man-to-man coverage and no high safety help yeah. on a route, that was you're going to throw it deep. I yeah. mean, my God. When that's wide open like that, you're going to throw the ball. So, Well, ahead. and they picked on that same DB the entire game. He gave up like four big plays, but to me – if I'm the GM of the Packers, that DC is looking for a job because, like Jeff said, it's fourth down. You have no time left. You have no timeouts left. 
So obviously the play is if you have to go back to Tom Landry's old umbrella defense, just don't worry about get that shit. Mm-hmm. So that DC, if you're playing man to man, you're an idiot. That's right. That's exactly. what I was saying the whole time. Yeah, I just couldn't believe what I was. But hey, they did it. The no, Buccaneers they, I mean, made yeah, them pay. They did it. Now the other thing we're talking about was I kind of brought up on Who Day Nation today. Uh, talk about the draft. And we're always talking about the draft because there's not a whole lot else to talk about right now. But we're talking about the draft. And all right, let's say the Bengals or say the Rams, they they cut Whitworth and he's a free agent. And we're able to sign him. You know, I don't think at this point Whitworth's going to get the money he got from the Rams. It's going to be going to be cheaper. It's going to be two, three years at the most. You sign him, you sign Tooney. Now, my question is if Sewell or Slater is sitting there at five, I think you still take them because you can move. Went to guard and you put Sewer Slater at the other tackle, and that would completely solidify that that line. And the thing is, with Whit- Whitworth's only going to be here if he's your tackle. He's only going to be here another two, maybe three years, and then you have to find another tackle. And people say, well, you can get a, a, a tackle like Le- Leatherwood on the second round. I right, okay, you can, but if you have you have Joe Burrow and this is your 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 big key of your organization, and you already got him hurt once. Why wouldn't you try to take the best tackle you can? You know, so, so everyone's Chase, Chase Young, which I'm not against getting Chase. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there as a scenario. Because if you get, say you get Sewell at, at tackle, you got uh, Witt at guard, Tooney at another guard, Joey Williams at, at right tackle. I think that's, you go for one of the worst offensive lines to maybe the best in the in, in the league. I don't know what you think, Keith. I, here's my thoughts on it. I love Witt. He's been dinged up a little bit over the past couple of years. Um, I think it, you make up. You got to make up your mind now. Am I going to go O line in the draft, or am I going to address this with free agency? So, to me, I wouldn't do both, but I also wouldn't take Jamar Chase. You guys can make fun of me if you like. I'm a firm believer. You see it every year. How many undrafted free agent wide receivers do you see or guys you never heard of in college? Fourth, fifth round picks yeah, end up being stars in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Same with running backs. Yeah. So to me, unless this guy's unless there's just a generational guy at that position, I'm not I'm gonna go O line or D line or or edge rusher. That, yeah, that, 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 that's the thing. In this, in this draft, there isn't an edge rusher that's worth the fifth pick. That's why I say you take Slater or you take Sewell. And I, I've kind of, I've kind of changed my mind because I was like, you t- I'd like to have Chase, but like you said, you can find wide receivers. You, you can. It can be done. I mean, there, it, it's like running backs. I mean, I, I love Mixon. I'm glad they signed him, and I think it was a good deal for the Bengals. But you can, you can find guys to replace him. Tackles and are here, really hard. Again, a good tackle is really hard to find. And here again, it's like it's like quarterback, quarterbacks and running backs. How many of them are washouts? How many guys were can't miss prospects? Oh yeah, to wash out. Who they, the the biggest one? That kid from uh, Alabama. He got he got drafted. Richardson. Yeah, yeah, he got drafted by the the Browns. And yep. then he freaking. Well, I traded. think he got drafted by the Colts and then went to the Browns, didn't he? Or no, was he drafted? Other way. The he other got way? drafted by the Browns and got traded to the he Colts. Went to the Colts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he sucked anyway. 
Um, <laughs> we got lots of Buccaneers fans jump on here. I, I, I gotta give, I, I gotta give a shout out here to, to RJ. Just to let you know, RJ is my brother-in-law, and he's got the Buccaneers winning, and he's calling it big. I don't know what you guys think about this. Mm. He's <laughs> by ten. Hey, Tampa Bay shouldn't have beat Green Bay. If if Green Bay had a defense coordinator. Tampa Bay doesn't win that game because guess Dude, what? You don't get that touchdown right. and Green Bay gets the ball. Right, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. That's – okay, I, I just said I want a coach to go for it. Their coach didn't go for it. It was fourth down and you got Aaron freaking Rodgers and you don't give him the ball to try to, to tie it? To coaching. Like, yeah. They're, coaching. They're, well, I'm, I'm thinking their, their head coach did, screwed up. He was – I mean – because Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Aaron Rodgers also screwed up. He could have ran for it. That third down, it was open. He could have ran for a touchdown. This guy close. You know, and then, then it's fourth and inches or whatever if he doesn't get in. And then they kick a field goal. I'm like, I kind of, I mean, all right. You understand, sort of, because they had a two-minute warning. They had all their timeouts. And Tampa in the second half hadn't done a whole lot. They scored like one touchdown, I think. So I kind of understood it, but I'm like, dude, this is it. you got to. Go for it! If it's oh, it's as bad you as that, you go that. home. It's yeah. the Super Bowl, man. You, you yeah, win, I, win the Super Bowl. I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. They played the defense, yes, uh, and and for him not to run, I, that's not Roger or Roger Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's not him. I mean, you could clearly see he had the first down. In my opinion, he had the first down, the touchdown, really. But and for him to try to, it it, it just. Nothing seemed really right with Green Bay, and you got to give it to the Buccaneers. At the end of the day, it, whether it's coaching, whether it's plays, whether players didn't drop the ball, whether they ran the right routes, but who won at the line of scrimmage? Well, it's just won. like this right here. Gamer says he said they had three turnovers. Just Brady threw three consecutive interceptions on three different drives. Yep. and drives, and Green Bay went three and out all three times. Yep. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you, you can complain all you want about refs. You can complain all you want about you got a coach. But Buccaneers beat them. <laughs> they flat beat them. They, when they had to make plays, the Buccaneers made the plays. They just did. But like I said, Green Bay has a defensive coordinator. That doesn't happen. Bottom line. I'm not impressed with Tampa Bay. Like I said all year long, to me, the only teams that have a shot at uh, beating KC were Buffalo. Um and Green Bay because they have some quick strike quick strike capability. Tampa Bay has that a little bit with Evans, but that's typically not what they do. Kansas well, City's tough to beat because you got too many weapons to defend, and if they need to, they can score in two plays. True, but one thing the Bucks have, and this has been proven time and time again, they got a pass rush. <laughs> they can get they can they can get after them. So I mean, if they put enough pressure on Patrick Mahomes, I mean that—that's they're going to have to to have a chance. Because like you said, they do have multiple. But here again, if he's healthy. He makes plays with his feet. He can hurt you more coming out of the pocket than staying in it. Right, and so, I guess his toe—I guess his toe didn't hurt him too bad because he—he was moving around pretty good <laughs> in the uh, in that game. Now, hey, I just want to throw this out there real quick. I, I'm, I'm sure that nobody on here bets football. Oh, but, Jeremy, you got you got to tell your story. Go ahead. <laughs> but just in case, and and I'm not I'm not being condescending because I lived in Vegas for three years, 
And I actually knew guys that bet football consistently and did not know this. The line is not a prediction. The line is based on getting the most money from uh, as close to even money from both sides. That's how right. the book makes the most money. Right. What my, what my tip is, and I'm sure Ron will disagree with this, is the line is skewed. And I think it's even, if you want to bet Kansas City, I think it's going to go even lower because of this fact. What happens at the Super Bowl? Same thing that happens during NCAA tournament. People who didn't watch a game all year decide to put a bet down. Who do you think they're going to bet on? Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. So that's three, which in my opinion should be five, might go to a pick'em, could go to two, could could go to one, could go to a pick'em. But I I think that line's going to move before the Super Bowl. Yeah, we got well, we still got almost two weeks till it happens. So yeah, it's it's so yeah, it's definitely going to move either way. But Keith, you you have got to hear this story from Jeremy about about what his dad did and how and just go go ahead. I'll let you tell it, Jeremy. Go ahead. Well, I don't know if you do much live betting, Keith, uh, in the games, such as no, calling it. No, I don't do the in-game stuff. But my dad's into the live game stuff. And uh, we were sitting here watching the Green Bay game against the Buccaneers. And he goes, Green Bay's – they got the ball in the 15. Um, and he puts in a live bet for $100. That Green Bay is going to get a touchdown, not score points, not they're going to get a touchdown. So his live bet for a hundred dollars turns into five thousand if they get a touchdown, because everybody in the world at that point they got a penalty. They went back to the five yard line. It was third and fifteen. If you remember that that drive, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Threw a miraculous catch, caught the ball. They moved down the field, moved down the field. 15, they converted it. I couldn't believe it. From the five-yard line. Mm -hmm. So my dad calls, touchdown. I'll be daggone. They get the touchdown. My dad wins five grand, just like that, doing live, in live betting. I Um, said, dude, we are going partying down in Alabama. I'm heading down there. (laughs) And and, and that's one thing about my dad. You know, he's, he's watched the Bengals his whole life. And even before they were around, he watched the Browns before that, before Paul Brown came over. And he can watch a game and it just, you know, just gets to your skin, man, that he can he can call this stuff and you and you're like, no, get out of here. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear it. And then it happens. So finally he put a little bit of money towards his guessing as well. I call it. He's just a good guesser. <laughs> and uh, he nailed it. So yeah, we're five grand richer right now, or, or he is. I get. I say we. You know, I'm. I'm probably going to take half of it. That is <laughs> anyway, come on, you're a son. You got to share, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the story. That that that's the story of uh of our Green Bay Buccaneer game. <laughs> I, I, I can top that. All right, what you got? This tells you how long ago this was. I, I lived in Vegas at the time, and the Colts were still in Baltimore. And uh, they're playing Miami when Miami had Marino. Colts were horrible. I bet them on a teaser. Uh, they were getting 14. And I took the Colts plus 14 and under 46. Now, yeah, under 46. Right. Now, get this. 
I had a 12-team teaser, which I hit that day. I had a 9-team teaser. Seven of them are in. The last one is the Colts bet, the two Colts bets. Right. Colts are up 24-20. Fourth quarter, nine seconds left. Dolphins have the ball, nine-yard line, no timeouts left. Fourth down. Marino drops back, throws the ball over the middle. I'll never forget this. I'm sitting in the middle of Caesar's Palace, right, or Mirage. Right. Ball gets batted down. I thought it was batted down. I'm standing up going, yes, yes. Steve Entman, 290-pound defensive tackle for the Colts. Right. Picks it up. Heads the other way, and I swear to you, Dan Marino, Mark Duper, and Mark Clayton all could have tackled him. And I was like, I ain't getting hurt last play of the game. Takes it back 94 yards, blows my under. (laughs) That's why uh, Van Pelt has bad beats every night on ESPN. It's amazing how just a random three-pointer from half court goes in and there goes the spread. (laughs) Well, people thought I was nuts because I'm like, yes, yes. No, 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 no score. Tackle him. Well, you know what? What's really held back me from betting, and even my dad, um, he he stopped a lot because of the referees. He he feels like the referees have a big outcome in the game. You know, he's a he's not a conspiracy theorist at all, but when it comes to football, he is, and he thinks every referee has some money on the line for a game. Whether whatever the line may be, and well, that's you know, and to be honest with you, there there's a lot of examples out there how that could be true, especially if you're a Bengals fan. <laughs> exactly. So, and you watch Steelers and Ravens games. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, anyway, well, you know what, Jeremy, I I agree with your dad. I, it's not the WWE. I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist to the point where I think they fix the outcome of the game, but. I think they tell the officials if it is a team, and like I said, I'm a Green Bay fan, and I've seen it happen with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. If you are one of the teams that draw the most fans, sell the most merchandise, have the largest worldwide international fan base, they tell those officials, you need to, this call is going to go this way. The call is going to go <laughs> this way on the crucial play. I've seen it happen too many times. How many times, I'm just going to ask you, how many times have you seen the Steelers get a drive kept alive on a bogus roughing the passer mm-hmm. or pass interference? Pass interference. No. Mm-hmm. How many times have you um, seen a Bengals um, 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 get uh, coach, coach, Coaches you. on the field when they're not supposed to be? Joey freaking Porter? Yeah. Pull, yeah. Pull on pulling our, the hair. hair? Yeah, I got lots of, lots of crap. Yeah. Uh-huh. We yeah, should have never fumbled the ball. No, we don't. We don't fumble the ball. Nothing ever. Why do we always talk about this? That was not a fumble. I will say to my dying day, that was not a fumble. His knee was down. And Burfick didn't target him. Burfick pulled off, hit him with a shoulder. I thought Burfick hit him with a shoulder, to be honest. I, 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 rem- I remember yelling that. So. Yep. But yeah. at that point, we I think we all knew. Well, we gave away the, the ball, running the clock out. So this is what's going to happen because we're the Bengals and it doesn't matter what goes on from here. The referees, the team, Pittsburgh's going to win this game. And I think well, we it, all had that feeling. 
If they if well, they call a penalty on Joey Porter like they're supposed to, that field goal isn't the give me. Well, that's you true. Know? Well, I'm not saying how they didn't call that on him. He's in the freaking middle of the field during a game. He's not even a damn head coach. Yes, he's he is. He had on You know the answer is to why they didn't call it on him. He's a Steeler coach. But I'm going to bring up something nobody ever brings up about that game. There was a sneak preview of that a couple weeks before. Remember the Denver game? I think it was McCarron's first start. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll remember, I vaguely remember, yeah. And in that game, we're up by two. <laughs> Denver has a fourth and forever. They throw a little out, a little safety valve pass to the tight end. Tight end goes up the sideline. Perfect grabs him and is trying to spin him out of bounds. And the guy does a LeBron James-worthy flop. 15 yards. Puts him in field goal range. They kick the field goal and win. It's because the referees, after a few, just a couple things, perfect to done. That's where their eyes were every time. And you I could flop. You could you could have the wind blow you over, and they would throw a flag on fifty-five. Oh I yeah, got, they. I, were, I got one for you. I, I got one for you guys. You remember? You remember? Um, uh, this is against the Buccaneers. Uh, I, I Andy Dalton wasn't even playing. I think it was um Radkowski. I know. And and anyway, Justin right. Smith yeah. tackles the Buccaneers quarterback. I don't remember who it was. Tackles his quarterback. It looked like a good hit. He tackled him with good football hit. They called fifteen yard penalty. That same year drive, and they came down uh, and either kicked the field goal or, or or touchdown. I don't remember what it was. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, Jeff. Yeah, you're you're wrong on that. What's that? He didn't tackle him. He sacked. It him. was it was a fourth and forever. Grant Kowski got rid of the ball, and he literally, I swear to God, Smith came around, slowed up, and touched the top of his helmet. Oh, yeah. Grant Kowski was the quarterback for the for the Buccaneers. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah he touched the top of his helmet. They gave yeah. him an automatic first yeah. down. They went down and scored. Yeah. I can't remember whether it was a touchdown or field goal, but yeah. I'll never They, they won the game on that play. I'm like, you got to be yeah. kidding me. They like, won. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, we can, hey. as Bengals fans, we can go down the line with lots of stuff like that. Guys, I, I just got one more thing. I don't want to hog the time for somebody else. Uh, okay. But I wanted to bring this up. It's kind of off subject. Have either of you heard of any allegations against Trevor Bauer for harassing people? Sexually harassing? No, not that I heard uh-huh. of. I saw an article on Fansided the other day, and I can't remember the idiot so-called journalist's name. Yeah. But he, he he was saying the Dodgers and the Mets should stay away from him. They're a class organization. He sexually harassed uh, female journalists. And I'm thinking, hold up. First of all, you're calling the Dodgers and Mets class organizations? The Dodgers who brought back <laughs> Steve Howe to pitch after seven <laughs> Suspensions for drugs. The Mets, who had Daryl Strawberry, they had to fire. They just, the Mets just had to fire their GM because of something like that. The guy took I don't know, indecent pictures and sent it to his reporter and texter like sixty times in a row or something like that. I'm like, what the hell is wrong? With and, and you know <laughs> what? I'm not. I, I won't get into the political realm of this, but Trevor Bauer has always kind of spoke his mind when it comes to what he feels. 
And that's most likely your well, answer. The guy in the article, I think, did you read the article, Jeremy? I did, yes. He even referred to Bauer as a relic of the Trump administration. Oh, my. He did? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. sports, man. Come on, Al. Yeah. Sports. Uh, and that's, that's my other point. Yeah. I am sick and tired of reading, of getting, getting political arguments, social justice arguments with my sports. I don't turn on the yeah. cooking channel to find yeah. out if the Reds won. Exactly. I'm not on ESPN to find out that I'm a piece of crap and, you know, uh, you know, my political right. beliefs or my social beliefs or I yeah, should be. I, hung for. We, yeah, I don't I don't talk politics on area. I, I don't get to 100. Yeah, there's two. I, I agree. There's too many uh, politics and sports that shouldn't. You know, you can you can you can vote for whoever you want for. You can believe whatever you want. This is sports. Yo, it's supposed exactly. to be fun. You know, like, like I said, I'm not going to turn on ESPN to get political commentary. Right. Well, you know, uh, that's why I no longer watch ESPN. And it, it has nothing to do with either side. Yeah, you just don't want to hear that. Right. It's just, that's not what your job is. No. Mm -hmm. It gets yep. old. You, you can see it on every news channel every night over and over. You don't, you, you want to see sports. Yep. Yeah. Right. And that, but, that's. Uh, that's one of the reasons I started doing this because I didn't. I got tired of. Well, I've always wanted to do this, but then I just. I just want to talk sports, and there, and there's too many channels out there that try to put all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, it's yep. it's sports. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed. You can it, it, if you can't argue. The good the good thing about sports most time, not all the time. <laughs> most time you can argue with people till you're blue in the face, but you're still friends. Yep. You know, and that's that's one of the greatest things I, I like about this. You, you you used to be able to do that with politics. People are. Really going nuts about that right now. But you're not losing friends trying to, and family over it. Right. Yeah. It, it's sports, man. It's just supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be entertaining. Get your mind off what's going on. And, and, and you should pay attention to what's going on, but not every second of the freaking day. Go have, go watch. That, that's why I can't wait till they open it up so we can go back to sporting events. You know, that would be awesome. Exactly. Same thing. I did, I did stand up for years. And it's the same thing with comedy. You know, it's all right to have political joking in here, here and there. But when your entire act is bashing one guy or the other, that to me just shows a lack of any creativity and any imagination. It is. Yeah. Because you can just recycle, you can recycle the same uh, Bush jokes on Trump or Biden or anybody else. Right. It, yeah. it takes no imagination to do that. Come up with other stuff. Yeah, we're we're definitely not the Daily Show or anything like that here. That's for sure. We're just trying to have fun. We're, we're just we're just a couple guys at a bar. See, I got a bar right here. We just don't have any beers I, yet. That's after the show. <laughs> I, I just wanted to bring that article up because I I think Trevor Bauer should sue him because you're you're basically trying to influence teams to hurt this man's reputation. Yep. yep, very true. And I it's unfounded. But anyway, guys, that's all I got. I just wanted to yep. rant a little bit. I appreciate and, uh, you Ron, calling, brother. Ron, Kansas City by 10. <laughs> uh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> appreciate you, bro. See you, man. Late. Take it easy. Late. All right. I was kind of, he was getting me a little nervous there where he was going. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew, he, I knew he was all right. I knew he, yeah. I knew he, he, he was all right. All right. Yeah, he's all right. It was good. It was good. Yeah, uh, good guy. Good guy. The natural wants to know, do, you, do we watch Trevor's YouTube channel? Um, I have not. Um, he's talking about Trevor Bowers. 
YouTube channel. Oh, I have oh, yeah. uh, a little bit. It's, it's, he's actually pretty pretty interesting. I've watched like every episode, but I watched watched a lot of them. Yeah, but, especially yeah, when he's uh, on his phone coming into the stadium doing different things. It's right, right. Yeah, he's pretty amusing. Yeah. And, you know, he don't hold back. That's for sure. So exactly. So we kind of got off off top topic there or whatever, but that's that's fine. You know, yeah. it happens. Kind of goes wherever uh, the 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 guests take us, but. Excuse me. I guess we can bring it back to um the two points or two topics of the day is and we haven't really covered this. So I mean, I, I've said my piece. You haven't really said your piece about Zach. I mean, do you think Zach is for what you've seen in two years? Do you think Zach is a coach that would go for it like uh, Arians did? You know, I you know after watching the last game, no. Uh, oh god, yeah. The, the last game, they they might as well not have shown up for that one. It, I yeah, you know, after all these conversions that we had, I think we ended up a little less than we were, but I think it was nine for thirteen. Or I mean, it was still yeah. very I, good. I think nine he was he was he was more gun shy after Burrow got hurt, which that's it, understandable. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is. And to me, you know, I don't really care to be honest with you. If I don't want to be in that situation, if we are in that situation. Yeah, I think he should go for it. Do I know he will? I don't know. I've never seen him in a winning situation. I right, mean, exactly. Well, my, I guess my point is, we you may have complained about this with, with uh, Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis is in those situations multiple, 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 yes. multiple times, and he would never go for it. In big games, yeah. yes. Yes, he, w- he would always punt, play defense. And like, how many times, like, he would drive me nuts. We'd get the ball. He, we'd, we'd defer the coin flip to the second half. And we end up with the ball. At, you know, with like less than two minutes going at the end of the half, and we couldn't score, so or or we're close to doing it or whatever. You know, cl- we could have went for it; it was close, but now we punted it. And then, how many times that that team run right down the field and score on us? And then they got the ball, and then they scored on us again. And that that's the stuff I it just drove me nuts watching him do the same thing over and over and over again. Right. And that's one thing I don't want to see that. And from and I'm trying to base more what I saw from Zach and his coaching ability and what he, I think is going to bring next year. Based on more on what he did when he had Joe Burrow, because I mean, it's a big difference, huge difference. We go from Joe Burrow to well, Finley was awful. And even, even Brandon Allen. So I'm trying to base it more on what the offense look is. Cause if Bengals fans remember when Burrow was in there, we were scoring. And scoring, I mean, we didn't score every time, but we scored a lot. We were that's why we were in most of these games because it wasn't the freaking defense. We know that it's because we could score, but you know, that's we, where that's kind of where I, I'm basing what I think of Zach on that. Yeah, you know, we were we were in a ton of games last year, and a lot of it had to do with those fourth down conversions. So, do I think, yeah, I you know, I think you would uh, try to pull something out of his hat like that, but at the same time. I would almost just like to see us in that situation, maybe in the playoffs, having to see if we can, if he makes yeah, that I'm, decision. I, I would, I'm hoping that's next year. <laughs> that yeah, would be nice. I think this is the last year he's going to have the shot to do any of it. So he better. Well, the thing is, you know, and this this is what is going to worry me. If they go, God forbid, I'm, I want to go to playoff next year, playoffs next year. Definitely. But God forbid they go seven, nine, eight, and eight. Mike Brown might keep them. You know, I mean, if we go from the past, yeah, there's a chance. 
but I don't know. I don't think seven and nine is going to keep his job. I really doesn't not, not or really don't in the second year. I mean, it shouldn't. Joe Burrow. It shouldn't we, keep his job. No, because we should have too much talent. We should have a good offensive line, a, a, a very rounded defense. We 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 shouldn't be in a seven and nine situation. If we are, I, Lord, I can't see us keeping him. Right. All right. Gamer said, I've seen Zach Taylor went for it more often than Marvin did. Yeah. I did see in the beginning of the season, he could have went for a TD, but went for field goals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he went for it and then times he didn't go for it. So, yeah, it's like the closer he got to the goal line and then it was kind of take the points. But then again, I can see where Zach made some of those calls because at some point, okay, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the Kansas City Chiefs throwing a little quick out twice in a row on two teams doing the same play, mm -hmm. throwing a quick out on fourth down when the team's going, okay, they're definitely not going to do this again. Be looking for a fake to go the other way. That's how good their play calling is. Yeah. Um, but I just – yeah. We didn't see that. We didn't. We were talking about this in the pre-show fist fight. We didn't see that. No, from the Bengals this year. We didn't see because Burrow was in trouble a lot. We didn't see a hot read really. All right, yeah, anyway, yeah. come back. You know, not 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 to that to the extent of what we saw with the with the Chiefs. Exactly. You know, and I don't know if we're built that way. Maybe well, we're not. We're not built the way the Chiefs are. But some of that innovativeness, I would like to see Zach do a little more of. That's why he came here. That's why Mike Brown. Right. It's giving him another another year, so I'm hoping mm -hmm. that we can kind of keep on creating and moving on here. All right, exactly. All right, uh, Matt. I'm not reading all these numbers. <laughs> I'm just going to just about Matt. Uh, he says, uh, "Do you guys do you want new offense and defense coordinators?" Yes, but it's not happening. So, yeah. I mean, the thing is, we, we all Bengals fans. Look, Zach staying, Armadillo staying, Callahan's going to be the OC. I mean, nothing. We got we new. We got a new defense line coach, new running back coach. Well, I don't know if that's official yet. New uh, offensive line coach, D line coach. I mean, that's that's what we're getting. So we got to hope and pray that they fix it and they get the talent. That, that's things you get get the talent. It does help. It does help a lot. Natty, what's going on, brother? What's up, Natty? How's it going, guys? Good, 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 man. How are you? Good, good. Everything's good on my end. Uh, I mean, Zach. I, I like that Zach's sort of aggressive, but, you know, like you mentioned, Jeff, he kind of seemed to back away from trying to go for it on fourth after Joe Joe went out. Yeah. Which, and, I mean, you don't, uh, I don't blame you for that. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's a big drop-off from Burrow to, to Allen. I mean, it is a big drop-off. And I, I'm of the opinion that if, if you're going to go for it, you're going to have to go for it when you're, like, on the 20 or, like, the 10 – yard line you know on on the on the opposition side because i'm like what's the worst you turn over the ball and they get what 20 right. yards or something or well, 10 yards yeah, they get better positioning yeah the, yeah the one that pissed me off was was we we're 17 points down in the last game of the season where I, I just think the whole team just bagged it they just bagged it. they were done including zach because i'm like it was fourth and i don't remember fourth and five fourth and three something like that and he kicked the field goal i'm like dude you're 17 points down Go for it. It's the last game of the season. If you're not going to go for it then, when are you going to go for it? What do you have to lose? And he and he kicked a field goal then. And I'm like, what? But, I mean, 
like I like I've told you, Jeff, if it's playoffs or bust for me with Zach. Oh, I'm I'm with you on that. I I I, I agree with you on that. I think lots of Bengals fans agree with you. I'm and you know this. I don't know if my Brown thinks that. <laughs> I mean, but but, but uh, hopefully we don't have to worry about that. Hopefully they fix the offense line. Which look, if they fix this offense line, I've said and I've said this so many times, I'm blue in the face. It's going to change everything for the Bengals. You know, everything. You know, I mean, we might have to outscore people because I don't trust Armadillo because they went and gave him what he wanted, and he never played what he wanted, not consistently enough. And, me and Jeremy were talking about this over the weekend. Like our defense, one weekend it was good. The next weekend it was bad. But then then sometimes it was good, but then then we didn't get anything on the pass rush. Or then the week after that, our, our run, we couldn't stop the run. It was all it was always something. They never could put it all together. Inconsistent, like you would not believe. And it it's almost it's unheard of to be this inconsistent, to be honest with you. It just, it, it was, we couldn't put together. It wasn't and like me and Jeff were talking about, you know, before the show, even the last couple of days, it wasn't inconsistent from saying the defense wasn't playing well and the offense was, or the offense was playing well and the defense wasn't. It was even the defense, our cornerbacks played well one game, but we'd mm-hmm. give up 300 yards rushing. Yep. Um, our our defense held the rush and we gave up 400 yards passing. I mean, it was, it was always something. And then you added the offense inconsistencies with it. And it's just what it was. It was horrible. And hopefully we get it figured out quick. I mean, the thing that drove me nuts. And this is why I, I mean, I hated seeing Joe Burrow get hurt, but to me, that second half of the season, I think we were really going to see what Burrow could do. Uh, I, cause I, I said this, and I know Natty watched a lot of the shows, I thought we could win a lot of those games down the stretch that we didn't I mean, with Joe Burrow. I mean, I didn't think we, were, we could beat the Rappers or the Squealers. We ended up being beating the Squealers without Burrow. But there was lots of winnable games like Washington and uh, that's one of the, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, I meant the, down the stretch there. Oh, um, oh yeah. And, um, I can't. I just don't remember Washington. There's some other ones, but anyway, there are a lot of game, a lot of games there. I thought we could, you know, possibly, you know, I, I was thinking eight and eight when the season started to be honest that's where i thought we might be but I, that's what i wanted to see and, and it just kills me that the last and that's what i don't understand why zach let the bengals play so bad the last game of the season because the last thing you remember is them getting their asses whooped by the Ratbirds and showing no desire no commitment no not even acting like they wanted to be there and that's the last image us bengals fans see yeah, and that's just they, 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 I, you, that's why the exact should have been fired because <laughs> of that right there. You can't end your season like that. And you know, just to follow up on that, that's what I was going to say. You know, that's what you leave the fans with, and then not even a week later, you say, Oh, okay, we're keeping everybody except right, the offensive right. line yeah. coach and the defensive line co- and a running back coach. Whoopie ding. And the thing is, that what drives me down is the most. Inconsistent part of our team was our defense all year. When Joe Burrow was in there, our offense could at least put bo- points on the board. No, we couldn't run it. But yeah. like I said, I think that has a lot to do with the offensive line. <laughs> yeah. But we, I mean, we, Joe would do that three quick, uh, that quick three step, step drop and get the ball out, and we were scoring. Yeah. I mean, it, that's how we were in a lot of these games that we should have freaking won at the beginning of the year. That's right. That's right. Got lots of, uh, 
My my in laws are all jumping on the but they're all the Buccaneers fans. All you guys are are going after them. <laughs> okay, y'all have fun with that. <laughs> now we'll but, talk Buccaneers. Shoot. Yeah, well, uh, I, me and my I was, wife. Are, oh, good, good. I was just gonna say I was gonna talk some uh, Buckeye basketball, but go for it. Now for it. there isn't a whole lot going on. Maybe tomorrow night they're playing Penn State. Nobody really knows yet. There isn't much Bearcat basketball talk going on either with no they're they, they got six consecutive games postponed so kind of hard yeah. to talk any bearcat basketball yeah so it's kind of tough to talk about that basketball right now too when we don't even know if they're gonna play so right right huh all right natty's gonna try it again here let's see what he what you got here let's see if you can come up natty what's up you back natty hello natty. Oh, yes sir we can hear you what's up natty man uh, my bad, guys. Sorry, my internet went out for a bit. It happens. Lost connection. It's, it's, it's an internet show. It happens a lot. It's happened on my end where I can't even hear you. <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> I want to get your guys' uh, predictions for the season. What, Bengal season? Yeah, our Bengal, uh, the Bengal season. Oh, I can't give that right now. It depends on what they do in the offseason, man. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah. My, I, I, I have no idea. Can you, I mean, can, you, can you promise us you'll stay till March or uh, yeah. August? May? Get, be, get back know, to us in like August, September. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, at least May. Well, you know, maybe yeah. we'll have a little bit of something by May, but <laughs> I, mean, I can't wait until March seventeenth. That's the next big date for me for the Bengals. That's when that's the start of free agency, and that to me is when things started happening last year. You know, and it wasn't too long. You know, I think it was a day of. I think they, they signed DJ Reader. I think they were all close. I mean, I mean, what what do you think when it comes to it, Natty? I mean, when it comes to free agency and the draft, what would you rather us do? Go defense, well, free agency, offensive line, free agency. Well, I mean, what what are your thoughts on it? And then with the draft, go ahead. I think you go offensive line for free agency because you need experienced guys because you're not going to have a lot of tackles come in at 21 to 23 years old playing at a, a, a capable level off the bat. So I think you go with the guys who are already tenured. And then in the draft, you know, with the first pick, you know, because uh, I don't know if Sewell's there. It all depends on what Miami does with their third pick. Well, some but, guys got well not going till ten to twelve. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 is it Daniel Jeremiah? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I, yeah, I, I tend to trust Daniel Jeremiah a little more because he's he has connections to a lot of teams, so he's probably hearing some things. But I think it's because well, he's, he's got Sl- he's got yeah he's got the Bengals drafting Slater, which like I said, honestly, I don't care. If it's Slater, if it's Sewell, I don't care. As long as they come in and they play great, I don't care who you draft. I mean, out of those two. Yeah, you know, he's also got Zach opinion. Wilson going number two. I, I just there, don't. There, there's uh, a lot of there's a lot of teams that like that like him. He's. Yeah, I, I, I don't see I it. At number two. I I, well, I think he's. I got, I got this. I got this sent to me, and it was a a tweet from Joe Goodberry, and I'll just read it here. Uh, so sport it's at sports track, which I don't know what this is, has a projected market value for the Bengals free agents. So this is what they are projecting 
the Bengals, who are free agents, what it would cost the Bengals or any team to sign them. But they got A.J. Green in one year, $6 million. Carl Lawson, four years, $35 million. William Jackson, three years, $19 million. Mackenzie Alexander's three years, $25 million. So out of those guys, I mean, A.J. Green, one year, $6 million, I, I might do it, but I mean, it's like Keith said, you can find another wide receiver. And I love AJ. If AJ had shown me anything this year, you know, I would be all for it. But the other I mean, guy just paid what 15 million last year? I mean, yeah. Or the top, the league top. top. So yeah. yeah, he better take five million, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess I just I don't think those are too far off. I think they're those are all doable plus. But the thing is, if, just say you got to cut one of those. Not not AJ. Say we're not cutting AJ. But say you you can't. You don't bring back Lawson. You don't bring back William J. or McKenzie. One one of those three. You take one of those one of those guys' money, and you go out and you sign Tooney or you sign Morton from Carolina. You know you, you use that money. Which one of those guys would you would you be willing to not resign? Have Lawson, Willie J. Three, or McKenzie Alexander to take that money and put it toward an offensive lineman. I'll go real quick, and then, Natty, I'll let you take over. But I think we can get uh, Alexander for a better price. I definitely want to keep Willie J. And I'm sorry, but I cannot offer a four-sack Carl Lawson a huge contract. I'm sorry. He yeah, gets out of the quarterback. Is kind of high. What's, yeah, and that's just where I'm at on it. He, he does – don't get me wrong. He's not a uh, just nothing player, but he is not a top tier pass rusher. Top tier pass rushers are in between nine to twelve sacks a year. He's not nowhere close, even in the realm of that. He does get after the quarterback, but literally the quarterbacks. I mean, he when, when I see him go after Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger at forty years old. I mean, he uh, bounced off him like a ping pong ball. Yeah, it was just that, that's so, the biggest problem with. Carl, I, I said this for the last time he got to the quarterback, he just couldn't bring him down. He couldn't, and it didn't uh, really stop him. Think, Go ahead, bro. I, I think you bring – man, because I, I don't want to lose Lawson either because then you create another uh, – You still there? I think is it, I think uh, your internet's like going out again, The only thing, though, because I, like, I would feel a little better. You're, you're coming in and out. If it if – Hello? Can you hear me? Not really. It's right. a little rough. Try, try to jump back on. All right, now this is the projected, or this is the space that the Bengals have. They are in a, they are sixth overall in cap space. They have $31.7 million in cap space still. Now, we all know Mike Brown has never <laughs> spent to the top of the cap. But, dude, he wants a he wants to you know get the, a new stadium deal and everything. Yep. And I really do in my heart of hearts. Maybe I call me a homer. Maybe I'm just too optimistic. But I really do in my heart of hearts. I think he knows it. Katie knows it. All of them know it. How good Joe Burrow is and what they have and what they have a chance to accomplish. They screwed it up because they listened to Jim Turner. And I really do blame it all on him for not getting an offensive line. You know, they hired a the guy, they listened to him, and this is what we got. So 
like I said, I, I just might be too much of an optimist, but I just can't see them not trying to 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 protect that guy. You know? Yeah, I I, I can I can see all the way up to paying our rookies um, using that money to keep him safe. I really can't. I think Mike Brown has learned his lesson. I think Zach Taylor has learned a lesson, you know, but it, it really this kind of falls on Mike Brown more than it does Taylor. He hired a young in his thirties head coach and he hired a in his sixties offensive line coach. And when a, you know, a 60 year old comes up to a 36 year old and says, I have this taken care of, you just kind of go with it. And even though maybe you shouldn't, as a head coach, you should probably take more time and look into things. But he kind of – that was the – coming out of our, our little practices through COVID and everything else, that was kind of the story that it was taken care of. We had a fine offensive line. We didn't have to worry about it. And at the Bobby, end of the day, Hart, Bobby Hart was going to be better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All of Fred Johnson was the next yeah. Munoz. I, come on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've done a lot. I did lots of stories on, you know, did the Bengals find a diamond in the rough and Fred Johnson? Eh, not really. <laughs> he's a good backup. Good you backup. Know, yeah. Yep. But I'm. Mean, but that's where I'm. That's where I went back and forth, back and forth. Even if to me, even if they signed two offensive linemen, I don't see how you you pass up uh, either one of these guys, Slater or or Swell, as good as they are projected to be. Now, like I said, I will be interested. I want to watch because we can't watch the. Um, combine they're not doing it this year but hopefully we can watch on NFL network or espn or somewhere they would have their pro day and if they have their pro day i will be if, if it's if i can't watch it i will be recording it because i want to see i'll be watching both those guys yeah and like i said i honestly i don't care which one they draft but i'm like i still want to fix the offensive line and the thing is if you put if you put two guards on the side of billy price because the thing is Billy Price may get better with Frank Pollock because Pollock wanted, he's the one that drafted him. So maybe he will. I don't know. The thing is, though, there's you need a guard, at least one guard and a tackle. And it's kind of hard to sign a legit center when he knows he's not going to be a starter when Hopkins comes back. So it's kind of hard. And yeah, you can go get a rookie. Well, who's saying the rookies ain't better than what Price is? So they're kind of, to me, they're kind of stuck there. That's where I, I think it would be better if they can get a guard who can play center. You know, like I, like so, like people said on here before, Spain's played center before. So, I mean, maybe, maybe try him out at center. You know, I, there's got to be competition for it, I think, for, for really Yeah, it can't yeah. just be like, it's your job until yeah. to Hawkins get back. No, you know, there's got to be some competition. And the thing is, if you sign, if you sign two, Offensive lineman, and you draft another one. Oh, there's gonna be competition. There's gonna be a lot of competition. There's gonna be guys fighting for their life, fighting for their jobs, and that's kind of what you want. You know, yeah. you want people. You want comp. Sports is all about competition. If you don't like competition, then you don't like sports. <laughs> you know, you have no business being a professional athlete. That's what. That's all sports is: competition, competition, competition. Well, I mean, if if you think about it, look what happened to Billy Price. You know, we had a guard, Trey Hopkins. Who came in and played center better than Billy Price? You know, right. so they it took his job. <laughs> exactly. So it's kind of a Hopkins. I know you're watching this show. Get well oh, soon. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That, all, that's kind all, of the all the Bengals watch this show. Joe Burrow, what's up, baby? Oh, hey, you better Burrow. call me. Call me sometime. 
You know, we're going to get you on the show. Any day, all day. <laughs> we got a direct line to Zach Taylor. You know, that, that that's how the Strawberry Ice Show rolls, man. He's watching. He knows what's up. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm cracking up at all these people going after my sister. You guys be nice to my sister-in-law, Brenda. All right? That's all I got to say. Be nice to my sister-in-law, Brenda. <laughs> oh, she's got guts jumping on this uh, with a bunch of these crazy. I won't say the word. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, I, I, I just those are two topics that you know I just kind of. I it, it, those are things that we're definitely going to find out this year. Is is Zach a go for coach? Is he the coach? And it's all going to be determined. You know, everybody does these mock drafts and everything. It's all going to be determined. You know, like Maddie asks us what what our prediction is. I have no idea. It depends on what they do. You know, I can't predict it. Like right now, if you go with what we had this year, uh, probably the same thing. Cause you still have an yeah. offense line that doesn't protect Joe Burrow. So yeah, we, we cannot go through free agency and the draft without addressing our offensive line. No matter what, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter who you are, what period uh, we got to protect our franchise. I like this because people give me crap because I refer Ohio state. And I root for Florida State because Ohio State had been Ohio. Florida State, and the my wife's a Florida State fan, but I'm a Bearcat. All right, but I can root for other teams. And I'm a Bengal. I love my Bengals. Oh, I Ooh. love my Bengals. I look, me and my wife are going down to Super Bowl for our 25th, excuse me, not 25th, not yet, 24th anniversary, which had already passed. Well, we're going to go down there and, and go to the, the fan zone. There. Not, we don't have tickets or anything, but I will be there wearing my Bengals stuff and I'll be taking pictures. With all my in-laws, they'll all have their Buccaneers stuff. I can tell you, I went to a Buccaneers preseason game with all of them. You know what I wore? I wore the Bengals. So there, I'm a Bengals fan, but I do root for other teams. So, yes, Keith, I'm with you, buddy. You can root for whoever the hell you want to root for, but as long as you're a Bengals fan, that's all good. I, I, but I, I do got to say I love Crip giving him a little hell for loving <laughs> and the Bengals. Of course. You, you got to give him Mad respect. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Jeremy. I just, I just had to, I had to get because you know the group chat. It just, they just kind of go off on their own tangent. Hey, like we're, we're just background music sometimes. That, that, that's what we do. That, that, you know, we're we're gonna look into some guitar lessons and that kind of thing for you guys to keep this thing going. Right. You know, yeah, invite just, your yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, invite your friends. Y'all just you know, sing kumbaya in the, in the group yeah. chat, and you know, we'll just we'll just sit and ramble on like a couple idiots. What else do you guys need? Yeah, yeah. We're, here, <laughs> we're here for you. We are here for you. That's right. All right. <laughs> just throw us up in the background, you know, like you do with DirecTV on, you know, with all the music channels or Dish. Any, you know, just just put us up in the background. We'll we'll sing. We'll do whatever we can for you guys. Exactly. So, did you see that the uh, MLB said that they are uh, they're not doing the uh, DH or expanding playoffs? Well, actually, the union turned it down. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, I did the DH and expand. Yes, yes, I. Uh, I don't know why. I guess I could see expansion of the playoffs, but I've always not understood the DH. You know why not? Why, why not just kind of move with the times a little bit? I don't know. But then again, I complain about football and how sissified it's become. But then again, I watch it and love it. So <laughs> it is yeah, what I'll, it is. Well, I'll bring up this about the Reds because I, I do want to get the Reds conversation going here sometime because baseball season is coming up that's coming uh, yeah it's good they hopefully they'll be i uh, think next next month they will pitchers and catchers will report now one yep. thing lots of reds fans on here have said oh the reds are rebuilding this year the reds are rebuilding 
they're not rebuilding anything. I mean, they all like they lost. They're going to lose Trevor Bauer. None of us really thought they'd signing. They traded Iglesias. I mean, do I think they're going to add a ton to this team? No, I think they'll add a shortstop. You know, they're talking to a a couple of different guys, and that's honestly all I think they're going to do. But they are still projected to win the NL Central right now. It is a very winnable division for the Reds. And once you get in the playoffs, as long as you don't go 22 freaking innings without scoring a daggone run, yeah. you might actually win a playoff game. Well, see, and it just goes to show, too, about pitching. You know, people are freaking out over pitching. Well, you know, I would I would just about put, you know, our pitching up against anybody. And we still couldn't win again. If you can't get runs across, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't matter. Right, and so, that, that's the thing. I've said this. You may talking about this on the show. Lots of times. That's where I can't stand David Bell. Yeah. I, I don't – ever since he's got here, it's all analytics. Everything's based on analytics. In my opinion well, – okay, we'll, we'll go with, with the Green Bay – Tampa Bay game yesterday. To me, you can't base everything on analytics. Analytics, I think, told Green Bay to kick that field goal because you had all three of your timeouts. You had a two-minute warning, and you all you had to do was stop the Buccaneers – we're getting at least if they get two first downs, the game was over. If you stop it one time, you get the ball, you get the ball back, and you, all you got to do is go down, kick a field, or, or get a touchdown, and win. But that's not the way you win games. You don't win games by numbers. You win games by I got Aaron Rodgers on the field. I'm going for this. You don't win games by you know what? We're gonna swing for defenses every single freaking time. You yeah. win the game by getting on and, and like. Everybody used to say baseball was boring back in, in the 80s, 90s when, when I was a teenager and everything. Yeah. Dude, baseball was awesome back then. Did you know what happened? It was a yeah. tack. You got on the base path. You, people are actually on the base, base paths. They were running. They were stealing. Things were happen, happening. It was in motion. Now it's just you swing and run. you strike out. It's like that's yeah. boring as crap. And, I, and the teams that win, like I'll give it to the Tampa Bay Rays, which again, my in-laws have <laughs> they've got to go. They want to see the Cup. They went to the World Series. Now they're going to the Super Bowl. But I'll give it to them on the Rays. The Rays are an analytic-driven team, but not just swinging for the home run, swinging for defenses. They hit and run. They play defense. Amazing thing, you know. They they steal. <laughs> you know, those are things that the Reds need to do. Sometimes, if you're in a slump. You need to manufacture runs. You got to do something different to try to change the momentum of the game. And if you keep going out there and swinging over the fences, it's going to be a really fast game and everybody be happy. It'd be a short game, but the Reds will lose, you know, two to, two to nothing. Exactly. That, that, that's exactly what I was going to say. Who, who wants to sit around for three and a half hours and hope to see two home runs right, and get your butt kicked rather than, you know, some base hits, some, you know, some uh, sacrifice, uh, flies, anything, just getting runs and winning the game. I'd rather win the game than see three home runs by the Reds. I, 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 I'd rather win. And for 22 innings, we were swinging for the fences, and we all got to sit there for five and a half hours and watch that all day long. And the one time he did he did something, he, he tried to do a double steal with two guys who don't freaking steal. Exactly. exactly. What the hell? Like, and by the way, Brenda, I did mention the Lightning. I said you guys won the Stanley Cup. That was the first yes. thing I said. So. Yes, Tampa Bay. Yes, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. I always can't wait till they get this over, so they can stop 
sabotage my show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I think I, the B at the top of our uh, you know logo here <laughs> is for Bay. You know, I, we just need to add a T beside uh, it. I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm I'm glad you guys are all watching the show. I appreciate it. Definitely, I'm just kidding. Definitely. So, but anyway, so you got anything else you want to roll on out of here? I I am done, dude. There is not much to do as of right now. There's not much more we can say. We can get right back in it. You got, you got anything new about the, the Buckeyes uh, football team or basketball team or anything? Or you know, not, not much, man. Um, you know, we we're, we're we're tied for fifth at twelve and four, which is a great record. But the Big Ten is literally they are the best league conference whatever you want to call them in basketball right now in men's college basketball and anybody can bring up what alabama's done which is pretty unbelievable but when it comes to one through seven in the big 10 you know the buckeyes are up there ej liddell is a man um they, they just keep on coming young uh, Washington, these guys are just – they're going to get better. Hopefully they stick around, don't go to the NFL. But we'll get more into that as long as the Buckeyes actually play some basketball games. I know that your Bearcats are, they, are not are playing play, much. Are, are they playing as a Penn State game on or, or, or do you know? From the Buckeyes website, we are playing tomorrow night. Well, because they posted something on Bucknuts about – they're shutting down everything, but then I never really heard about it anywhere else other than there. So I, I don't know. That, that's what – I don't know. All I know is on the Buckeyes website, we are playing Penn State tomorrow night. So we'll see how that goes. I will have all of the info, all of the good stats and all that good stuff if we do end up playing. Crib wants to know we're having a draft party. Well, there's there's something in the works, but uh, you're gonna have to wait and see what 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 that is. We're not yeah. we're not gonna we, we, we <laughs> may have something, something. You know, we might have something. We're we're, we're kind of keeping that one under wraps for right now. So never know, never know, <laughs> never know what's gonna happen. You never know where we might pop up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, man. With that, with that, I'll run through our run through the Facebook groups here, and I got two of them that they let me live stream on there, and I appreciate them. The Two Day Nation and. Uh, Ohio State Bucknuts, you guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys letting me live stream on on your Facebook pages, and I invite you guys to enjoy uh, to uh, join those uh, uh, Facebook groups along with mine. Uh, mine's Bengals Brigade, Bearcat Ruckus, and Radical Reds, and then follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and me and this idiot do some TikToks, which I got another TikTok to catch up on. Um, so if you guys want to ever find out any information on the show, it's either on the ice bar or it's on my strawberry ice page. The ice bar is pretty much I, a show page. It's just fun memes, fun TikToks. You know, it's just a good time. I use the strawberry ice page more of information bases, you know, different, different articles I find, you know, stuff like that. So anyway, make sure you guys follow me on all of those. Um, I will be pulling the sound off and putting this on. The podcast later on tonight will be on Bean Pod, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you like, rate, and review, and give me a five star review. YouTubers, we're at 816 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. We're getting so close to a thousand. Let's keep rolling. Try to get the thousand as fast as we can. And other than that, Jeremy D. 
you let us roll on out of here. We will do it, my friend. And if tomorrow goes okay and we don't have any more losses in the family, tornadoes. Yeah. I don't have I don't have a battery that I have to work on. There's dude, there's all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> Make it hard for us to do the show. <laughs> I, I I sometimes it's hard to understand, but the old saying goes, the show must go on. So that's where try. I'm at with that. Tomorrow, hopefully, the show will go on with me. Worst case scenario. Yeah, worst. God worst almighty. Case. It'll just be me, you know, just yeah, little for, me. For you guys, worst yeah, case scenario. I'm yeah. just saying. When the Cobra is gone, you got to deal with this guy. The main, the main the main, cheese. And everybody's like, <laughs> everybody's like, where's Jeremy at? I miss Jeremy. Like, oh Mr. Uh, Roman Reigns, the head of the table over here. <laughs> I get the scraps. Um, <laughs> But anyway, no, hopefully uh, I, I got a few things I got to get done tomorrow, and hopefully I'll be back on tomorrow night. But anyway, and also, like he said, y'all go to the ice bar, have fun, check out our TikToks, all that good stuff. Tell your friends, family right here. Come join. Click the subscription button. It don't get it. Let's guys. get to a thousand, baby. Tell your friends, get neighbors, everybody. Let's go. Let's How do this. Doesn't get any better. Doesn't. Doesn't get any better. Doesn't. So. Uh, just, just think how, how much fun it'll be when we actually have sports to talk about. Because we talked for almost an hour and a half, and we didn't really have any sports. Because <laughs> there's I, nothing going on. <laughs> we're playing follow the, the the leader here. You guys yeah. are leading the. I mean, we we can talk Blue Jacket stuff, but I don't really think too many people on here are, are hockey fans. I know Jeremy yeah. has no, and Jeremy's from Columbus, and he yeah. doesn't know yeah. anything about about. about and and grew Jackets. up in Columbus while the uh, Blue Jackets were there. So yeah, yeah. and he doesn't so, know anything about them. No, whatever. No. Whatever. But, but as always, you guys remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? We'll see you guys tomorrow. Who day? And that's just sports, baby. See ya!